listening to Go Chuck Yourself. This is the podcast that is all about Chuck. Welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Chris Gillespie. My name is Aaron Arada. We're so glad to be here talking about the uh, really kind of sudden and spectacular uh, Chuck cast reunion table read uh, presented by Entertainment Weekly. Happened just yesterday, a little bit over 24 hours ago. It the the cast of the show that we talk about all the time, Chuck, got together on their their little computer screens and did an episode. They did a reading of Chuck versus the Beard, which I'm sure that you're probably aware of that at this point. Um, thank you for tuning in. We are glad to have you. If this is your first time listening to our program, uh, just a quick quick introduction. Here's a few things you might need to know. Uh, this is Go Chuck Yourself. My name is Chris. That is Aaron. Hi. Hello. Uh, each week we talk about a different episode of Chuck. We're going in the order of the series. We started this show a little while ago. We're in the midst of season three. Where we are, I will be telling you in a few moments. Um, but the way that this has gone down was that I was I watched Chuck religiously when it was first on the air since the first episode. Really loved it. I had seen each episode, had not rewatched it at all following that. Did not did not see it, fake did not rewatch fan. it. No, I'm not a fake fan. I have all the episodes on DVD. I had not touched them. It wasn't that I didn't like Chuck. I just it just never crossed my mind. But uh then Aaron got into Chuck a, a little bit after after the show was over, correct? Yes, um, I yes. believe I would have gotten into it in around 2016. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, a couple a couple years later, um, it took me. I watched the first four seasons probably like over the course of like a couple months in 2016, and then the fifth mm-hmm. season I did not watch until like a few weeks before we began recording our our episodes. Hmm. It took me a very long time. I guess I didn't want it to be over. I don't know. I had my friend's season five DVDs because at that point was when was the period when it was removed off Netflix, but not yet added to Amazon. So I saw season five like last two, two years ago. Um, okay. Yeah. So we'll, so we'll get to that at some point. But right <laughs> we'll now get to we're, it eventually. At, we're, we're in season three. We are in the midst of season three. And uh, so, yeah, we just we had we are obviously friends occasional frenemies here at the show <laughs> uh and we had talked about wanting to do a podcast and we were like well what would we do a podcast about and the idea of chuck came up and i think the title go chuck yourself was probably the first and only name that ever got thrown out i wish we maybe maybe we could have taken more time and <laughs> thought of a different name but yeah, that's the when name it's we went on with. resumes <laughs> when it's like a professional setting and i'm like oh i have a podcast they're like what's it called i'm like mm, okay they're like did you just say go fuck yourself to me and i'm like no 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 that's what it's called <laughs> Chuck. right so that's who we are and we've been doing this and we have a lot of fun and it's been great re-watching the show and analyzing it and uh each week we recap and review and and analyze episodes in depth i think we do a pretty good job uh <laughs> most of the time sometimes we don't and i will let you be the judge go back to those episodes and listen to the ones that uh try to find which ones we did not do a good job on but i've been learning a lot about chuck it's been a blast rewatching chuck every week just like uh when i was a teenager watching it live on air so it's been great and i love being uh, a participant of the chuck fan community which i was admittedly not involved with the first time around so this is all just a wonderful experience 
yeah, it's really been stunning, like, watching Chuck and, like, getting involved with the community on Twitter and on Reddit and seeing so many people, like, uh, this table read just really drove home, like, how many people love Chuck and still love Chuck and are still, Mm -hmm. like, eager for more, eager for anything to do with it. And it's wonderful to, like, see that passion about something that hasn't been on the air for 12 years. And uh, maybe, maybe everybody banding together, like, will bring it back or bring more content like this back, which is amazing. And also Mm -hmm. the table read was amazing to see the cast and the writers are still, still loving it. Still like just falling right back into their roles and their easy banter and their chemistry. Like it was amazing. Yeah. It's like felt like it could have been included on a DVD bonus thing of season three, you know, like I felt just like, Oh yeah. Like no time has passed at all. Um, Which was amazing. It was very surreal, and we're going to be talking a lot about it in this episode. Um, We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about some uh, relatively newsworthy social media happenings that have occurred (laughs) uh, over the past 24 or 48 hours that we would like to report. Um, Also, you may be aware, speaking of social media, that I did a little bit of a, a miniature experiment, social media campaign, if you will, where I effectively wrote a blank check and led it up to our the folks of Twitter to decide how much I was going to write the check for to Feeding America uh, in honor of the Chuck reunion and the, the Chuck campaign. So I'm going to be excited to reveal the grand total of that later in this episode. And also, we're going to be talking about the uh, interview that uh, Fedak and Schwartz did with Entertainment Weekly following the the reunion. I think it's really interesting. If you haven't read it, check it out. But we're going to be talking about it a little bit later. But first, let's get down to it. It's the table read. Aaron, I just have to say, I think you did you predict this? Because in a couple episodes ago, you did a bit saying that you had the cast of Chuck perform each episode for you <laughs> in your home. And then here we are. That And that's literally what happened. You had the cast of Chuck come into your home. They beamed in and they read just as you had predicted. Thoughts? Well, you had told me that um, my my spending millions of dollars per episode to have the cast do this was a little bit uh, excessive sure. for our budget. So I yeah, thought, absolutely. why not put that money towards a good cause? And why not introduce them reading episodes live over Zoom to mm-hmm. everyone? I thought right. everyone should be involved. So, so you- <laughs> really, you have me to thank for this. You got the gang together and you were like, hey, why don't we share this with everyone besides just me? Yeah. yeah. And they were, they were a little thoughtful. reluctant at first. They were like, oh, uh-huh, we just sure. like doing it for you. But then I yeah. I talked to them. No, but uh-huh. actually, this was kind of amazing because I think like you had sent me a tweet um, that was just like kind of like rumblings like, oh, like Zachary Levi is kind of talking about this. And then like mm-hmm. a couple days later, it was like announced. And then a couple days later, it was happening. And that's yeah. incredible. Like I... I don't know so much of what goes on behind the scenes. I know that Sarah Lancaster was like very heavily involved in like making this happen. So thank you, Sarah mm-hmm. Lancaster. That's wonderful. Um, Such but, an, an angel walking yes. on earth. Just yes. a, a wonderful person. Oh, it was, and it was, it was great to see her. It was great to see all of them. But yeah, this was like. Yeah, it ex- escalated very quickly. I yes. did not like when I had sent you that thing, I was like, oh, like I'm sure not that I didn't. I didn't necessarily believe that they would do it because I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they. Well, I mean, it's kind of like when they talk about like, like, oh, we'd love to do a reunion. We'd love to do a movie like they're busy people, like even under quarantine, like they have families. A lot of them, they're probably like doing things. And 
this mm-hmm. kind of thing takes a lot of effort to organize, especially like all those people, different time zones. And like, they got like, not, um, ex- they got like guest stars. They got like Brandon Routh to be there. Like, yeah, they went all out. Yeah. It's amazing. So yeah. So that was, that was yesterday. Um, you can thank me if you want. I did speak it into <laughs> existence, I guess. Hashtag season of Aaron. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like the, it was just it's been such a strange couple of weeks because i like (laughs) we recorded episodes and i was like we're still here we're not dead yet how why'd i say that then like two days later i have the coronavirus yep (laughs) and then obviously i recovered um and then coming out of it was coinciding with them announcing this and then i'm out of it and then i'm like this is how it was almost like the anti-coronavirus was what this reading was because it just came it's it's you heard rumblings about it and then all of a sudden it just started to happen you're like i think yeah. this is actually going to be a thing yeah and then it just exploded and but in like an explosion of love yeah in a good way not in a, a scary way. explosion not disease yes. it was a positive I think we outbreak also no i don't know if you were planning to bring this up later or if it's just not that interesting but we have recorded a few episodes uh we banked a few and the next episode that we were going to watch was this episode so that was kind of amazing to have like we had yes. just watched season three episode eight and then they read season three episode nine so we're just like we were right there like for me especially like not have, like <laughs> it, it was, was so, i know it was such a, a complete and total like mind-blowing weird thing yeah. i'm like i can't believe this lined up this one it doesn't have any effect for like if you're listening at home, yeah. it doesn't matter to you. But yeah. for Aaron and for I, us, yeah. it was just so weird. I'm like, because they could have picked any episode. Yeah. Like if they picked one of the ones in season one or two that we already watched, I'm like, oh cool, like this yeah. would be great to to see this again. Yeah. And if they went four or five, I would be I guess a little confused because we haven't gotten that far. Yeah. Like my memory of season four is not mm-hmm. great. And so I would be like, oh, I don't really know what's yeah. happening. I'd still be excited. But the fact that they picked the literal next episode, like where we are in our rewatch yeah. to do the episode it's is unbelievable. It was crazy. And we have to we have to be clear. When we're saying they, we really mean you because the fans are the ones who voted for it. Like it wasn't just that's like true. the cast or the writers or anything. So that's like, thank you. Thank you to all. <laughs> thank thank you to really everyone who voted for, for that episode. Yeah, it made our lives super easy. I mean, we're yeah. still going to have to go back and watch Chuck versus the Beard. Yeah, um, which I'm excited to do. I hear that yeah. there's some, I've seen some tweets about scenes that, the scenes that they read that had been cut for time or mm-hmm. things like little kind of like improv type lines that were added. So I'm excited to see how it differs. It was a, it was a really good pick. I yeah, did definitely. Not, I had been... We had obviously we had not gone to it yet, so I was not voting for it. I think if I had seen it, maybe I would have voted for it. Yeah. But I was voting for Chuck versus the Ring, which mm-hmm. I also thought would have been a good one. But this was just like a really great pick. I was like, no, yes. it was absolutely sh- yeah. it's the right choice. Yes, it just was really a, good episode. A home run. Did you have any concerns leading up to it about it not living up to our love? About it being awkward? What was your concerns? Yes, all of the above. Okay. I don't know. I just like when they announced it, I was like, I don't know. Like, what happens if it's like, what if it's just not the same? Or uh-huh. like, what if they have technical problems? What if they're like acting and all of a sudden, like, someone I thought it was going to be live for a while. So that was mm-hmm. stressing me out because I was like, it's a live thing. Mm-hmm. I just was, I was a little nervous. I was nervous for everyone going into it. And I was, I was concerned to see how it would play out, but I was just blown away by how well it went, I think. Yeah. They had the music, which was really cool. They had, um, Sometimes they would this <laughs> this blew my mind when 
in the script they're supposed to be on the phone talking to one another and mm-hmm. ryan mcpartland took out his phone and was talking into the phone and that blew my mind for some reason <laughs> that this chuck is a show that has helicopters and explosions and and like action and all that stuff we, we watch that on a normal week-to-week basis, but it was the one singular cell phone that Ryan McPartland yep. took out of his hand to to act into that I was like, whoa, they're really committing to this. Did you um did you notice how charming it was when Yvonne brought out her her little uh picture book? Did you notice that at all? There's a scene where oh, she yeah, was yeah, telling yeah. Chuck to like look at something and she has so I took a screenshot of it and it's a book called can you say it too? Moo moo. <laughs> and I thought that was so endearing. That's what blew my mind. It was very endearing. I know she has a baby. Like I know that she's reading, she's probably reading children's books to her baby, but it was, it was so cute. And it was really cool to see like their spaces. Like mm-hmm. I know we ran a poll on our Twitter of like who had, like who was giving us interior decorating tips. And I don't know, it was really cool to like see, like you don't usually see actors' homes. Like, yeah, it's kind of this whole, like all this, all these videos and like video calls and things and celebrities recording things from their homes has been, I think, really interesting. Cause you <laughs> yeah. just, I feel like it's been very humanizing yes. for all of these people. Cause you're like, oh yeah, no, they just like, they have a they kitchen have a house and yeah. it, it's, they have a, a living room and it doesn't yeah. look that different from my living room, you know, yeah. or it just looks like a living room. Like they're just a person instead of this weird, thing that exists on the television yeah it was definitely interesting yeah i did want to just to like cover all of our bases go over everyone who's involved in the table reading please we have the star of the show himself you know him as chuck and uh shazam and i guess also flynn rider as they said uh zachary levi and zachary levi i don't know he just it's he's very much the same as in Chuck, but he's also very like physically different, mm-hmm. like muscular hipster Zach <laughs> Levi yeah. just throws me for a curveball because he like he's still you see moments of him being Chuck like he was still channeling Chuck and still doing yeah. the thing. And you're like, yeah, that's that's him. But then also on the surface, you're like, who is this man? Who is this man? And what has he done with Chuck? <laughs> and also, is he <laughs> Zachary Levi? I kept looking at his sink faucet. In the background, uh-huh. does he have like the world's tallest sink faucet? Did you see that? I wasn't we, looking at his sink. You could like, he could feasibly stand in the sink <laughs> and take a shower. That's how high the faucet now was. I have if to you go, look. I'm gonna go look at go the screenshots. Look, it's like over. It's on the right hand side of the screen, so it's over his left shoulder. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm looking now. Isn't it it's really a tall? Blurry. I, I, if that is a sink faucet, that's like. He's sitting and it's like up to his head. It's very tall. There must be there's gotta be an explanation for this. We'll ask him. That's that um that's your your Disney animation money hard at work. Or maybe that's the DC superhero money you yeah, become I mean, a superhero either, and you buy either one. a gigantic sink. Yeah. So we got Zach Levi. He's looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh Yvonne Strahovski is there, just looking like just a a lovely, relaxed ray of sunshine. She just like, how do you not? She just was like smiling the whole time and just yeah. looked so happy. It was just so nice. Adam Baldwin, of course, as Casey. He might have been recording from inside of Castle. I don't know <laughs> where he was. He was very close to his screen and it was just a very nondescript wall. I want to say here, um, I I took six notes. I was uh, mainly focused on tweeting, the, tweeting about the episode um, about the table read. Which ended up being a good decision, and we'll yes. talk about that in a moment. Um, but I had six notes, and number four is 
Adam Baldwin is hot. Oh. So I was I was feeling him. I liked his, his grizzled look. His gray beard? Yeah, yeah it was a good was look for him. Yeah, looking Silver Fox. Yeah. Speaking of beards, we have Joshua Gomez as oh, and Morgan. He, he, was, he was looking good. We'll, we'll talk more about this later. What he did he just like since the show wrapped, he just magically transformed into George Harrison circa like Abbey Road. A sex god. A sex god. <laughs> Where was he recording? He was like in a sound booth. It looked like it was like, yeah, like a recording studio or something. Yes, and that's I was like, so cool. Is he a musician? Cool. I was like, does he live in like 1969 or something? Very like, cool. Where? He just looked very retro and yeah, very relaxed and he did. very cool. Uh Sarah Lancaster and Ryan McPartland were, of course, there looking exactly the same. I'm assuming they're both they both found the Fountain of Youth. Maybe the Fountain <laughs> of Youth is in the the plaza of Chuck and there oh, is yeah, the apartment. Yeah, that, that fountain. It's uh Jeff's, what is it, jail juice? That's what oh, that's maybe. the fountain of youth. They just I, drink I it. I forget they, that they're not like married to each other. Like they just don't have like a beautiful family together. Yeah, it's very weird because I was looking at them like Oh, they don't, they're just like former co-workers and they have that <laughs> relationship. And I was thinking about like, that'd be weird to, to have people view me and a former co-worker as like, oh, aren't you guys married? And be like, yeah. no. <laughs> but like when they waved at each other and it was just kind of like, oh yeah, they don't, Yeah, they're just so fused in my mind. Yeah. Um, definitely threw me for a curveball. Uh, speaking of other power couples that were there, Vic Sahe and Scott Krinsky, as yeah. Jeff and Lester representing um they were both wearing sweatshirts at, at least at the beginning uh-huh. that did not it should have like given me pause but it did not strike no, me as I, didn't, I didn't think of anything <laughs> about what anyone was wearing i was just like oh it's a it's a cold day in la probably and they're just they're wearing their sweatshirts yeah. yep but then they were they were hiding something obviously they were uh mark christopher lawrence is big mike very happy to see him he was, and, and he many, has a cool uh, he has many records behind him on the wall that many was cool. records many many posters yep. uh lots of stuff going on there and then also of course we have uh brandon routh also oh, drinking yeah. from the fountain of youth apparently these people have not changed at all because it's just like we were at, you and i are at this point in the show where all of these people are in it and it just like i feel like they were just ripped from the tv yeah. and put into the zoom call i'm like you guys it's been over 10 years at this yeah. point no they look so good and then we have the guest stars uh as this week's bad guys from the ring cedric yarborough and deirdrick bader were were there as well which is a great touch they were great yeah they didn't have to have them there but yeah. i'm glad that they did and then of course we also have a very lucky chuck fan kyle <laughs> fox was kyle there fox. Kyle, he was great kyle, you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, tell us how you did that and see if maybe the next table read we can get in there. I would have been. That was something I, I was also concerned about. I don't think that I you would have died. made it. <laughs> I would not have been able to do it. I would have just been frozen. They'd be like, and the valet enters with their bags and says, <laughs> and says, like, Chris, that's your line. Uh, uh, here's, <laughs> here are your bags, ma'am. <laughs> Okay, and the valet walks away. <laughs> I would have, yeah, I would have been mortified. How would you have handled that situation well? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but maybe like over Zoom, I was just uh, saying that therapy is a lot easier now, not being in the room with my therapist. So maybe like things like acting and social interactions <laughs> would be easier. Who knows? Therapy would be a lot easier if you also had gone through being a in a episode of Chuck. Yes, I feel like you. I'd have a lot to talk about. <laughs> 
but yeah, Kyle Fox did a, a good job. He was also, I commend him for being so chill the entire time as yeah. evidenced by the fact that we, you and I would not be chill. Uh, but he was also sitting outside I was the entire say thing. That. And I was like, wow, you're, you're really, it's a big, bold risk sitting outside while you're on a zoom call. Yeah, with the cast of your favorite show could start raining. Yep. might be wind, but he was in a, yep. a nice spot. Apparently he yeah. seemed like he had a, a pleasant time. That's great. And last but certainly not least were the creators, Chris Fedak and Josh Schwartz, uh, who were there reading the log lines and providing some context for the episode and uh, explaining different things, which was very interesting. Fedak moved from a bedroom or an office into his living room. Oh, did he move? I didn't. That was something I didn't notice. That's cool. He started in one spot and changed to a different one. I don't know what's up with that. Just like us recording sometimes. The symbolism is. um, Maybe he was in a closet and then he left the closet. Maybe he could have been in a closet. Uh, and then Josh Schwartz had a Chuck poster. Oh, Everyone that knows was the Chuck so poster. Cool. I ordered one from Amazon. It was on my wish list for a long time. Uh-huh. I said, you know what? That's a cool poster. Yeah. And I pulled the trigger. And given the current situation, I'm going to be receiving that poster anywhere between June 1st and June 30th, 2020. <laughs> you will have the same poster as Josh Schwartz. I thought yes, that I was will. really cool. Like, cause I imagine if you've created, like, I know they've, they together and separately have created a lot of like really popular, really good shows. Yeah. And I thought it was so nice. Like, I don't know if he positioned himself specifically by the Chuck poster or if it's just there, but it was so cool to see like that he has a Chuck poster. Like mm-hmm. he loves it just as much as we do or more. I mean, probably more, but probably more yeah it's probably because it is his child yeah it's his livelihood um chris fedak had the little bimoria flag too yes you see that i was looking i went on etsy afterwards and i was looking at uh i found a bimoria flag i i told you i got a uh some chuck stickers for my laptop so not quite a poster but what kind of stickers well when i type in chuck stickers now that i'm thinking about it they're um it's it's some converse shoes so they might mean I was thinking Chuck because, you know, he wears he wears Converse uh, shoes and it's kind of like a subtle reference. But it might have been Chuck Taylor's might be what the actual sticker is. But when I look <laughs> at it, I'm going to think of Chuck. Well, that's good. It's a nice touch. It's kind yeah. of like a subtle homage yes. to, yeah. to Chuck. Yeah, yeah, I think that works out. Yeah. So, yeah, general um, general thoughts about the table reading. What was your experience? What did you think of how it went down? I thought it was wonderful. Um, I've already probably said this a million times, but I thought it was so cool just to see them all together. I thought that it mm-hmm. felt like obviously the sets and the characters like physically being together and some of the props and things could not uh, were not feasible over Zoom when everybody is separated. But it felt like a real episode of Chuck. Like if I was just mm-hmm. like listening, if I if I couldn't see them, I would just assume I was listening to the audio of an episode of Chuck. They had the music, they had the chemistry. It was like it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think like the added things, like one of my favorite things was seeing like when a joke would, when someone would make a joke, when there was a joke in the script, like everybody would laugh. Like, and I thought that was so like, cause you don't really see that when you're watching a show because like it's weird mm-hmm. the jokes are geared towards the audience. I'm laughing, but seeing like them react to these jokes that they probably have heard like dozens of times because you have to record scenes over and over to get them right and everything and 10 years later and everything like it was so endearing to see like how much fun they were having how much they were laughing like how Mm. they love this content too like that was it was really cool 
Um, and I liked seeing their little like their little gags. I liked seeing Yvonne hold up her picture book. I liked there was a scene that referred to Devin like being by the pool and like Ryan was like pretending to take off his shirt. Like it was mm-hmm. really cute. It um, felt very casual. Yeah, and it felt, it felt casual, like, but also like like legitimate. Like right. Like it was well done, but it was still kind of like laid back. It kind of felt yeah. like being a fly on the wall for yes. what I would imagine like being behind the scenes or an actual yeah table read of a script it felt very i guess intimate could be the right word yeah. perhaps um i think it was great to because when you when you watch the show and you or any show i think and you have associations with characters and you you feel like they're your friends or that yeah. you're they're you know i think it's or your great enemies too. or maybe your enemies but <laughs> I, I th- it felt like a very much like being witness to a family reunion of sorts that was yeah. a very positive experience and yes. i think the the whatever the the x factor of a, a really good episode of chuck is whatever that that secret sauce is i feel like was present the spirit was in the house yes. of in the the table read which is really fun and i just was like smiling the whole time and was wearing my buy more shirt and just <laughs> having a having a blast yeah i was fortunate <laughs> once again fortunate being on the east coast because they the timing of it was very generous to the east coast we're like oh it's yes. gonna be at 12 o'clock noon i know you were a little bit earlier and if you're yeah, listening it from was, was overseas not, um, it was in the as... middle of the night yeah great yep <laughs> you basically had to wake up and go immediately to to the chuck. yeah i was like oh i guess i'm not uh starting work at my normal time today hey <laughs> yo don't tell aaron's bosses am i right <laughs> <laughs> i was on my lunch break and then uh did that It was also, I had no (laughs) idea, um, like, I knew they were doing a table read of an episode. I assumed it was going to be, like, around an hour, but I had no idea. So I just blocked off, like, 9 to 12 my time. I was like, you know, it might be be one hour, it might be (laughs) half an hour, it might be three and a half hours. (laughs) I also, I like, I I was assuming that it was going to be live, Mm -hmm. so I didn't know that we were going to have the option to pause, but Mm -hmm. it felt wrong pausing. I paused once, but then I was like, I can't pause, I can't pause. Don't want to pause. You didn't pause at all? <laughs> Not at all. Wow. I also, this is going to be really stupid, but I didn't realize that it wasn't live until you said that at the beginning of this episode. So I didn't think I could pause. <laughs> yeah, because they, I mean, the, the cast had like tweeted and posted things that's screenshots ahead of time of the thing. Okay. So I was assuming that, makes that sense. it was yeah. pre-recorded. Well, and- I was thinking it was impressive. Like I, one of my notes that is no longer relevant was that like Vic Sahay, like I guess we'll get to the Twitter things, but some of the people involved in the reading were like liking and retweeting our tweets while they were doing the reading. And I was thinking like, oh, that's like, that's impressive, an impressive level of multitasking that they're like acting and also on their phones, like going through their Twitter feeds. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like reading the lines and being like, no, we have to save the buy more. Oh, I gotta, gotta interact with this tweet and go check yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, why don't we move into that? Sure. Speaking of imp- impressive feats of multitasking, uh, we had started the episode or like at 10 minutes out, Aaron was like, how are we going to do this? Because we had discussed like, are we live tweeting? Are we posting? What what platforms are we using? Whatever. And I was like, oh, we'll both, we'll both live tweet because that seemed like something that would make sense. Yeah. And then the video started and my mind completely forgot about what <laughs> Twitter was. Could not think of anything to tweet. I was just totally... Engrossed. By yeah. it, engrossed in it and Aaron had to carry the torch by herself so I apologize I initially was like oh you should sign the tweets from you so everyone like so 
each everyone knows which tweets are from who and it began it eventually became and then clear. i did not sign any of them <laughs> it was all aaron the entire time uh, so i want to make sure that that she gets recognition but then <laughs> thank you she and she deserves recognition because what she did during the episode in terms of what happened on twitter was really kind of mind-boggling do you want to fill everyone in it was nice when you were saying it because it didn't feel like I was bragging, but sure. Okay, well, so Aaron was being, was tweeting from the Go Chuck Yourself handle, which is at Go Chuck Podcast. Please follow. Please follow. And she was engaging with people from the show. Yeah, uh, Vic Sahay is great on Twitter. Um, and yeah. so if you are a Chuck fan and you want someone who will probably like and retweet you, like tweet at him, say nice things to him because he deserves them and because he'll probably write you back. So that was great. Um, I interacted with Ryan McPartlin. I interacted with Josh Schwartz, which was wonderful. So you got a like from Vic Sahay and a like yes, from Ryan McPartlin. Yes, two likes from Vic Sahay because I said oh, two, two things about him. That's that's great. And they're, uh, he, they, he and Scott Krinsky look good in their Jeffster shirts. Yeah, they still. killed it. Oh, we didn't get to that because, uh, no, we they, just kind of, they were, uh, wearing sweatshirts. And at one point in the episode, <laughs> there was a Jeffster performance and they unzipped uh, their sweatshirts and they had Jeffster shirts on, which was great. Which was great. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would be cool if Scott Krinsky had like a, a Guitar Hero controller or something like he has. I, I thought think, you were going to say if he had no shirt. And I was going to say, wow, Chris. <laughs> It'd be sweet if Scott. <laughs> No shirt. Very thirsty uh, for Scott. <laughs> what? I, I, so shoot me. I can't be the only one. He's a good looking man. Um, but yeah, no, just to hone in on something and I, not to, I don't know, but it's insane that Aaron tweeted something and then Josh Schwartz, co-creator of Chuck, retweeted it to 52,000 people on Twitter. So I fully insane. expect that we will have 52,000 followers by tomorrow. If you're that's how it works. <laughs> if you're a follower of Josh Schwartz, you're a follower of the Go Chuck Yourself podcast. That's accurate. It was bananas. She just sent me that, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It happened. Josh, Josh Schwartz just retweeted. Josh it, Schwartz. It. I am astounded. And then, <laughs> I guess the the second thing that I'm astounded by was an interaction that we also had with another Chuck cast member who is unfortunately not included in the table read for i guess logistical reasons or time or maybe he doesn't ever really have any speaking he doesn't have any speaking lines so ever so it wouldn't make sense but yes uh (laughs) aaron interacted also with jesse hyman the actor that plays fernando the buy more associate yeah and he i um there was a scene that involved fernando mentioned fernando in a stage direction Mm -hmm. obviously he didn't have any lines so i had tweeted where is fernando and he wrote back to me with the heartbreaking admission that he was not invited so, very, Jesse, very you are, as I said on Twitter, you are always invited to go check yourself. Maybe we can make that happen at some point. We would love to have you. Yes, Jesse, if you're if you're listening, we would 100 percent have you on our show and we can talk about your experience on Chuck. We and can you talk can about... say as much as you want. You can have all <laughs> the lines you want. You will have a speaking role on Go Check Yourself. <laughs> and I think it would be interesting to hear about your experience as a background artist. And yeah. Your career is insane. I believe um, from looking at his Twitter, I have to look into this more, but his Twitter bio mentioned that he's the subject of a documentary. So I wonder Mm -hmm. if there's a documentary about him, like being an extra and all of these things. I think we should look into that. (laughs) If you're if you're a listener and you you want to see Jesse Hyman or listen to Jesse Hyman on this podcast, you can feel free to tweet at us, tweet at Jesse 
uh, maybe we can make it happen. Who yeah, knows? We can we'll make see. it happen. If you're I a think... listener of this podcast and you'd like to uh, see Jesse Hyman, you could probably just turn on your television <laughs> and he's probably there. <laughs> you're, because go once on again, YouTube, watch a music video, probably there too. He is in literally every piece of video or film content that has been released in the last 20 years. He is in somehow involved with it. He is, <laughs> he is everywhere. Yes. Um, so that would, that would be great. That was very exciting. It was nice to uh, to interact with to, with Jesse Hyman. So thank you for your exciting, really outstanding Twitter work, Aaron. That was that was great. You're welcome. Also, something that has been going on on Twitter. Maybe you you saw this at some point, but I was was not sure how much I wanted to donate to Feeding America, <laughs> and I thought that would be kind of fun and interesting to see what kind of experiment or what kind of response we'd get if I basically offered to uh, to just give money to Feeding <laughs> America based on how many people would interact with a tweet. And it was very exciting. I would just, because I wanted to contribute and um, wanted to do what I could to, to help people who are having a difficult time in the situation. Uh, so I, I tweeted out, you know, like, this is how much I will donate. Uh, it was like one dollar for a like, five dollars for a week retweet, I think, yeah. and then ten dollars for a new for follower a follow. before twelve p.m. Eastern time of the day of the reading. So like before the reading started, was the cutoff. I tweeted this at like midnight my time, and then did not sleep. <laughs> As it turns out, uh, writing a blank check for the internet before bed is not a great way to relax because I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is this going to financially ruin me? And I was talking to Erin about it as it was happening. And she was kind of like, good for you. You're crazy. Why are you doing this? I was like, I don't know. Why am I doing this? And uh, I was confident that there would be a good number, like something that would, I obviously, if it got, if it, if millions of people retweeted it or whatever, I would not do that. Not have been able to afford it. Do that, but I was confident that we'd get a modest response that would also be slightly generous. So I am pleased to announce, big drum roll. I donated three hundred twenty dollars to Feeding America on behalf Yay! of Go Check Yourself. So thank you, everyone who participated. I'm very glad that I was able to do that, and I'm glad that everyone. I it's I mean three hundred twenty dollars is a drop in the bucket because as of recording this they chuck fans have raised sixty five thousand dollars for feeding america all because of this table read which is insane and that's that, amazing I think, equates to um probably i think based on the numbers from feeding america that's going to be like 600 and uh six hundred fifty thousand meals for people which is truly a a wonderful thing so yeah. thank you everyone who participated in my experiment and thank you for anyone else who's donated aside uh all of that i'm ready to move away from that and get into the the hard-hitting questions which is how much can we milk aaron for how much can aaron (laughs) pledge to uh feeding america aaron what are you gonna do well i'm gonna start the bidding at two thousand dollars okay do i hear twenty one hundred dollars i guess i have to um no i would i um, was really inspired um, by Chris's absolutely insane idea. I am. Uh, I think it's very impressive. I think it's very admirable. It is not something that I necessarily would have thought to do. Because um, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, but I think it was great. Um, I would like to uh, donate my own 
money to Feeding America, so I'm going to pledge to donate $100 once we Whoa! stop recording this episode. That's awesome. And that will, uh, you know, somewhat bridge the gap, because even though I my deadline was 12 p.m. Eastern time, mm. people yeah, we did started get some liking other it and so retweeting maybe, it and yeah, following. We can say that. So you're kind of bridging the gap yes. after yeah. that, which is great. Yeah. And also, I am so thankful like, I was very excited when I saw the retweet from Josh Schwartz, but my first thought was like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank God the deadline is over. Because <laughs> if he's, Josh Schwartz is like, oh, this Trump will, will donate money if I retweet it and just retweet it to 50,000 people. And yep. they I'm like, shit. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that it worked out the way it is. Aaron, thank you for your donation. Thank, thank you, God. Chris, for your donation. My pleasure. I'm glad that we were able to do this. Also, if you have not seen a uh, or read the... The Entertainment Weekly interview with Chris Fedak and Josh Schwartz. They oh, did it's one really interesting. That they released after the table read yesterday. It's fascinating. Um, I think they they give a lot of insight into the kind of the production of the show, but also sort of like where potentially Chuck could maybe have a future. I don't know. What what did you glean from that? Yeah, I think um, you said right before I had read it that it um, answered a lot of your questions about Chuck. It really like mm -hmm. touched on all of these things that we wonder, which I thought was really impressive because a lot of times like you read articles and they'll be really interesting, but like you'll be like, I still have questions. And this was really like answered a lot of the questions it talked about, like some of the things that we've talked about, about like the dangers of cancellation when the show was on, being on the mm -hmm. bubble. It talked about um, talked about the future of Chuck, like you're saying, and what what it would kind of take. They also talked about the ending, which is so controversial. We haven't gotten there yet, but mm -hmm. um, that was really interesting. And they talked about the music process, which I thought was so cool because that's something that we always talk about and like giving the final pass, like the songs, because Chuck's music is so iconic. I think that it sounds like they're definitely open to the idea of more Chuck content in the future, whether it's like another table read, maybe like, God forbid, this quarantine goes on for months and months, but maybe they'll do it again. <laughs> maybe this will be something that they do once a year on the anniversary of Chuck, or maybe they could do like a mini series or like a reunion or a movie or something. I think that they seem to say that they'd be open to it. The cast would be open to it, provided that schedules align and everything. And I think that the thing is just like interest from us, which is there, interest from studios. I don't, I can't speak for studios, but if one of us uh, becomes the director of Warner Brothers, we'll make it happen. Um, <laughs> That's not something that is on the table at the moment. You said that, that it was you know. kind of like <laughs> we're both interviewing for the role. <laughs> director of Warner Brothers Entertainment. Um, and they, I just saw it on Indeed. I figured I'd imply. Yeah. Um, they said that they do not have, I mean, maybe they're being coy. They don't have an immediate story idea, but they'd have to see what, um, what the fans are demanding. And I think that there's mm. like, I think they could do it. Um, I think the thing that would make it weird, I know this is like getting ahead of ourselves, but that controversial ending of Sarah losing her memory, like they'd have to do something to address that because the ending is so ambiguous. Like if they were going to mm. have a continuation, there would have to be like, we'd have to get a definitive answer of what happened. Um, so that's kind of, unless if they did, I mean, everyone looks the same, so they could say, this is set before the ending. <laughs> um, but that would be, True. that would present its own questions. Um, so mm -hmm. I would be very interested to see um, some some type of continuation of Chuck lore. But 
I think uh, what it's going to take is... Not to be confused with Chuck Lowry, the creator of <laughs> Two and a Half Men. No. Um, yeah, so I think that just continuing, like, the Chuck fandom continuing as it has been, like, is enough to get this kind of thing to happen, and I think would be enough to get some more content made in the future, and I think that's wonderful. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, this whole movement, or not whole movement, but this whole moment has really been insightful into, like, that, if anything, it almost seems like the, the Chuck fan community has gained steam over time, like, you would think that once the show left air, that that would have been the peak of it. Yeah. But it seems like it's actually like continuing to gain strength. And like you said, like, I guess if they, they say in the interview, if there's enough interest that they could, you know, obviously there's a lot of moving factors, but I think that they could potentially swing it. I don't know. I think that they also could, NBC is universal is launching that new Peacock streaming platform. That's going to be like their own Disney plus kind of mm-hmm. thing. So if I mean, it would seem to me like a Chuck, some kind of Chuck reboot or reunion of some kind could be a good asset for that kind of platform. Yeah. Where it's their property, but it's also kind of niche, but it doesn't have to appeal to a ton of people because people are already paying to subscribe. And obviously, like, if there's so many Chuck fans who would pay $15 or whatever for a membership to to Peacock to be able to watch it, I think that could be a good way of doing it. I do have concerns about the the story aspect of it obviously i'm not a creator of chuck and i do not know the story as well as they do but i would just be i don't know because i think it's it's kind of like the star wars effect i feel like where people are like we want more star wars and then disney's like here's three new star wars movies and people are like we didn't want more star wars this is bad <laughs> we didn't like this and i just am concerned that even though there would be so much hype and desire to resurrect this thing that it would be like a pet cemetery situation and that the thing is yeah. comes back from the grave but it's not the same as but you wanted then again you did say you had your doubts about the table reading and it was great so you never True. know no i could i could completely be wrong they could do yeah. it and i'm sure they could pull it off and it would be a, a great awesome wonderful time yeah and um i would love to see that obviously i think i do have a i have ideas for how i would go about rebooting it but i'm not going to share those right now i'll tell you off air okay yeah, yeah please do <laughs> um, so we want to wrap up the show the same way that we wrap up all of our shows. We have two segments, the first of which is called Chuck, Mary Kill, where we pick one part of this episode, or I guess this virtual pandemic induced table read <laughs> that we want to marry and one part that we'd like to kill strike from existence because we didn't like it or we just didn't care for it. Aaron, why don't you start us off? What would you like to marry? So I have a small Mary and then a big Mary. Um, Ooh, okay. I wanted to make a joke about people named Mary. I guess like small Mary would be Mary Magdalene and big Mary would be like Mary, the mother of Jesus. Both of which were very biblical. Yeah. Still, um, still riding the wave. Do you know any update. other Marys like Mary Steenbergen? I don't want to call her small or big. She's like normal sized Mary. <laughs> normal sized Mary. Yeah. I, don't, I would have to think about it. Yeah. So um, my small Mary would be, I, I've already said this before, but I really like Joshua Gomez's like look his where he was his hair like i yeah. thought he was looking great yeah. um i, I know, felt bad because i was looking at him and just existing i'm like wow we really rag on morgan a lot but I don't, yeah no obviously I feel morgan bad. is not josh gomez no <laughs> um yeah i was i was also feeling a little guilty about that um but joshua gomez seems for our, for our, what i from what i know about him he seems like a good guy so seems like a chill dude yeah yeah 
Um, so that's my small Mary. My big Mary is just the cast chemistry together, the cast and creators. It was really good to see after all these years. I know I've kind of hammered this in a couple times, but it was so cool to see them back together and to see that they really didn't miss a beat. It was just, it felt like watching an episode of Chuck and that was very mm-hmm. cool. It was very cool. I co-signed that. I agree with that completely. I think my Mary is just the kind of what we'd said before about the Chuck fan community gaining gaining steam or I just feel like they this whole thing like EW put out this bat signal basically of like <laughs> the return of Chuck and then yeah. everyone just kind of Flopped had the to weird, it, yeah yeah we everyone just <laughs> went towards went towards the uh, <laughs> the light and so many people just coming out of the woodwork and talking about how just reading like because I, I sat for like an hour and just read comments on Instagram about how mm-hmm. excited people were and yeah. voting for the show and what it means to them and I was like wow this is truly it's crazy that there's so many people who really like the show still. And it, it was interesting because I was like, it's definitely, it's a thing, you know, people, it has that, that kind of X factor that we allude to. It's, it's just something special. Yeah. So it was really cool getting to, to see all of that. And especially when that translate, like, cause it's, it's almost like a, I'm like, yeah, they, the Chuck fans brought Chuck back from the bubble and was able to get it renewed for three more seasons and of course they're able to raise $65,000 at yeah. least for feeding America. It's just such a, a great thing. It's just kind of inspiring, I guess. Yeah. It brings a tear to my eye. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but wipe so those tears away because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's time to kill things. Yeah. So uh, uh, we had, we were on the same page before this episode began that, um, should we even do Chuck Mary fail? Because what could we possibly yeah, feel what? about this? <laughs> I mean, we're dicks, but we're not jerks, you know? <laughs> um, but I do, I do have five. So. <laughs> okay, I take that back. One of them is very nice, so I'll save that one for last. Uh, <laughs> Josh Schwartz, if you're listening, you're going to get roasted by Aaron here. <laughs> I was heartbroken that Jesse Hyman was not invited. I understand why that choice was made. Um, and I don't even know. It's hard to tell tone from a tweet, so... Maybe he was saying it facetiously, like, why would I get invited? I don't know. But I think that it would have been very exciting to see a non-speaking extra be there. Um, but maybe... As, this- I, I, as I suggested, if they wanted to have a real authentic, like, Chuck set, like, and background, they should have had <laughs> Jesse Hyman in the background of Adam Baldwin shot talking to a, a customer. Yeah. yeah, just to give that effect, you know? Yeah. They could have worked that out. Um, I think that um, I was very excited by the Jeffster Jeffster performance, but they had to Mm -hmm. cut part of it for time. I know that you don't like Jeffster, so you were probably happy about (laughs) it, but I would have been happy to see that full song. Um, I think that considering, I think that this was a great episode choice and I wouldn't necessarily change this, but I thought it was a little sad considering her role in making this happen that Sarah Lancaster only had a couple of lines Oh, were, yeah. There wasn't a lot of Ellie scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so she seemed like she was having a good time, but she only spoke a couple of times. Yeah, I was. That's actually that you're verbalizing something that I was sensing as well. Yeah, that, that's true. And yeah. all I'm saying is if they went with Chuck versus the ring, she would have a lot more lines. She would. That's all I'm saying. Logistically, I think it was a little bit difficult. Um, I don't I'm not blaming anyone in particular for this, but to figure out exactly where it was going to be airing. Um, there was a lot of chatter on Twitter and Instagram before of the fans mm-hmm. who were like, where is this? Where is this? So um, I was I will speak for myself that I was worried that I was going to miss some of it. Having thought it was live, um, I was worried that I was going to miss something by being unable to find it. 
So that could have been a little clearer, or maybe I'm just dumb. My nice uh, kill, my nice murder, is that it just made me want more. And so it's a little bit bittersweet seeing this, because I just, like, can see all that there could be, and I want it. (laughs) Yes, well said. Uh, I do think the... Yeah, the messaging was kind of confusing about like where to find it yeah. or how to to access it. Yeah. But hopefully everyone was able to yeah. to figure there it out. There could be reasons it, for that. Maybe like the people maybe they didn't exactly know how it was going to work. Like I'm sure that mm. a lot of a lot of technical effort goes into something like this. So Yeah, I was like how did they edit this? Yeah. Were they I don't know how they put it together. It was very impressive and yeah. it's available online in perpetuity now, right? Yes. So it's all good. Um my kill speaking of the technical side of things i just it was like obviously it was very surreal watching an episode of chuck being performed via zoom but it also made me concerned that you know because zoom is kind of zoom is how we record this podcast and i just think that like if the cast and crew of chuck are getting into the zoom game they're just gonna like take over the space it's not good for us they're gonna be invading our turf you're right and i admittedly i think they will be gracious zoom overlords but I was just like, God damn, they do Zoom better, so much better than we do. (laughs) (laughs) They're just so adorable, all of them. Oh, I just want to squeeze all their, pinch all their cheeks. It's true. Speaking of someone else who was not featured in this episode. Part of me was hoping that there was going to be a scenario where they did an episode with Scooter and that they would have both of us read for the role of Scooter. Oh my God. I feel like that would. Maybe the next one. Maybe the next one. We could do the Scooter lines. I would have. I don't think I would have been nervous to be Scooter, you know? I think I would have really rose to that occasion. And yeah, really I think it. you could. I think you would be a great Scooter. But we would Thank want you. to take that role, role from the actual Scooter. No, no, we wouldn't. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for reminding me. Yes. But yeah, the, the Scooter scale is how we, we rate the episodes of Chuck that we watch on a scale of zero to five corndogs in memory of the Wienerlicious from season one and uh, and Scooter, who is the, the short-lived manager of the Wienerlicious. So I'm just going to go out and say that we're probably on the same page with this. Yes, it would be at the same time. It would be impossible not to give this episode (laughs) this score. It would be. okay. let's say it together. All right. right, Ready? I'm going to count down. Three, two. This is confusing. (laughs) Count down three. Count down two. Count down one. Two point five corn dogs. (laughs) You didn't even say anything. I was going to say zero. Oh, No, we no, gave I, it a five. It was great. We both give it five. Five corn dogs, but for delivery, though. Get them delivered to your house. Don't actually go outside to go to the restaurant. Get them ordered. Uh, yeah. We've said yeah, it a hundred I mean, times what we liked about it. <laughs> it's It was great. It was great to watch. I might watch it again. Aaron was right. We have said it multiple times, but this was just like a wonderful surprise. It was just, I think, a really great thing. Like, I don't think just the fact that it happened, I think, really bright in a lot of people's days and it was just such there's so many i don't know negative surprises this this whole situation that it was really cool to have this really kind of outstanding positive surprise that really was something to look forward to it was something to enjoy and the fact that it's just online now in perpetuity for everyone to go back and watch whenever they want i think is really cool and special yeah what else else can be said what else else can can be be said? said we thank you for listening we will be back uh, posting our regular episodes like Aaron said before we do have some in the backlog so they might sound kind of weird if you if we don't reference this or other th- recent things that's just because they're from a few weeks ago uh, but we will be getting caught back up to speed and 
New episodes come out every Monday morning. Make sure to follow us at GoChuck Podcast on Twitter and also on Instagram now. We're on Instagram. Yeah, finally. we are. And we need followers. That's also at GoChuck Podcast. Um, and as always, if you want to drop us a line, you can do that at GoChuckYourselfPodcast at gmail.com is our Gmail. We pride ourselves on a quick response to emails that we receive. Yes, so we do. If you have any thoughts that you want to write in, read them on air. If you're Jesse Hyman and want to arrange how to get onto the show, you can do that via email. Um, yeah. Any, any final thoughts about this, this crazy, crazy time that we live in? I love Chuck. I love Chuck too. And I'm here reminding you that food is sexy. My name is Chris Gillespie. My name is Aaron Arata letting you know, especially this proves that anything is it's, possible. It's proof. This is yeah. there has never been a uh, aside from I guess a permanent, not a permanent, but like a full time reunion or reboot. Anything is possible, and like you said, it's possible. It's not impossible. Yeah, could happen. Yep, that could be happening. Who knows? We could be recording an episode, and that could be what's going on. Yeah. So, I hope you continue to stay safe and well. I really appreciate you listening. I hope that you enjoy the show. I know that you enjoy Chuck, but I hope you like our our show too because we like doing it. <laughs> and I hope to uh, to see you around. Now we're gonna have our own Zoom dance party, just like the cast was doing during the commercial breaks. Boop 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 boop. Zoom. What what and, was that uh, like catchphrase? It was like, go feed. feeding America. Go, go feed America. Feed yeah. feeding America. Feeding America. Donate now. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. As always, a big thanks to the artist Hadakoa and the fine folks at freemusicarchive.org for providing us with our theme song, Warm Up. If you want to drop us a line, you can reach us at gocheckyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Go Check Yourself on your preferred podcast platform. New episodes come out every Monday morning and you do not want to miss a new episode. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.